Welcome to the Milestones Motivation and Money Podcast, a weekly conversation filled with stories of business, financial literacy, careers, leadership, and resilience. Setting and achieving goals is key, whether they are related to your finances, business, or career. I hope to empower you with these conversations no matter where you are in life. I'm your host, Angel Radcliffe, and on this show, get ready to change your mindset and start your journey to achieve your lifelong goals. So if you need a little motivation to start your day or jumpstart your next project, tune in and be sure to join our community online at milestonesmotivationmoney.com. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. And I want to take the time and thank everyone for listening. This is the last episode for the season three launch. And this is a bonus episode. So today we're going to chat about confidence through self empowerment with Halima Yates. Now, this was a video recording prior to the holiday. So if you would prefer to watch the video, head on over to the YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. But I'm so excited because season three of this podcast just getting to this point is unbelievable and we wanted to do something special we launched six episodes today this is number six thanks so much for tuning in and look forward to the rest of season three because we have some amazing guests and awesome stories to share all right so as I mentioned today we're going to be speaking with Holloma Yates She's the founder of Love MRK. So it's a coaching company that provides workshops and events around mental health, wellness, diversity, equity, and inclusion. She's also the author of Dissolving the Anchor, and she has a very inspirational story to share, teaching you how you can build your self-confidence. So tune in, make sure you're subscribed, and share this episode with a friend. Hey, 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 welcome everyone to Milestones Motivation and Money. Tonight, we will be discussing confidence through self-empowerment, and I am joined with Halema Yates, author of Dissolving the Anchor. So thanks so much for joining me this evening. Hi, Angel. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you on because last night we did an episode on self-empowerment and transformation. And this is like back-to-back dose for the audience and for people who'll be coming in and watching the replay. So I want you to give us some more insight as to who you are and what you do. Yeah. So yeah, my name is Halima Yates and I am an author, a transformation speaker, a mindset coach. I'm the CEO and founder of Lovemark. And Lovemark is a coaching company where it's about providing tools that guide people to value themselves and value others. So I'll do self-empowerment workshops dealing with social, emotional, and mental wellness. And then I also provide diversity, equity, inclusion training in order to endorse humanizing perceptions of each other so we can have fair, inclusive, and safe, and just environments that people can feel comfortable and safe in and we're respecting each other we're kind to each other and so yeah that that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell of what I do (laughs) you know what when I was checking out your website I was like oh my gosh she does a little bit of everything of course the self-empowerment piece is awesome we all want to be empowered but then when you talk about like positivity and then you include diversity equity and inclusion in that I'm like okay wait this is like a powerhouse it's really walk into any company or organization and they're going to eat it up and say, wait a minute, we need all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, thankfully, I, I my passion has been something that a lot of people have been finding appreciation for. And I feel like it's just so important to provide both because 
as, as, as you're aware, I mean, there's a lot of division that goes along, goes around in this country and, and maybe even around the world, but there's just so many things that could be tearing us down and tearing relationships apart. And so I wanted to be able to look at both sides of that and how that affects us. So I just wanted to make sure that I'm providing both sides so we can be aware of what's affecting us and our, with our, dealing with our social identities and just life in general. So, yeah. So what inspired you to really be on this journey of helping others discover their confidence and how they can create this positive impact and empower themselves? You know, it's a lot of what I've just dealt with growing up in life, mainly like starting at the age of five, that was when I started to develop these self-critical and self-defeating and limiting views. Yeah, at age of five, I just felt like I started dealing with things that made me feel lonely, made me feel like I was unlovable and unwanted, whether it was dealing with things with my family and not feeling like I fit in, or whether it was when my mother remarried, we moved into an environment where there wasn't a lot of ethnic diversity. So I felt like that increased my negative self-worth or negative self-image and like my self-esteem, like it started to kind of plummet when I was dealing with, you know, racism and microaggressions and just things learning in school. We were always learning about our oppression and images that I saw in the, the media. We either had like a lack of representation or negative representation. So it was just a lot of messages that were continuing to condition me into believing that I had no worth or that I didn't matter. And all of that just put me into a place where I just, I felt empty, I felt angry, I felt sad, and I just went, unfortunately, I went to drugs and alcohol in order to fill this void that I had. And because of that experience and, and dealing with self-sabotaging behavior and not knowing what to do and having the correct tools to, to handle the things that I was dealing with, whether it was life challenges or, or other things, I ended up attempting suicide when I was 16. And it was after surviving my suicide attempt where I met with the spiritual guide. And that, that person told me that once you have a purpose, um, it gives you a reason to live. And that right there, of course, I didn't immediately, I wasn't okay and my life was great, but it helped me to realize, okay, well, what can I do to make my life better or to feel better about myself and to love myself? And so just throughout the years, I, you know, working on myself and experiences and research, I figured out finally what works for me to be able to manage and overcome adversities and what works for me to be able to still be here. And those tools I use with others. I, I don't want anyone to feel how I felt. I want us to love ourselves, know we matter. Just I want us to be able to have that confidence and, and be empowered to make choices that are good for us. So all of that is why I decided to do this, like been doing this for years. And then I started my company because I wanted to dedicate my life to this. Wow, such a powerful story. And I, I, oh my gosh, we can, we can delve into it. But one of the things I want to ask you is, do you specifically work with teens or who's exactly your target audience? You know, I work, I have worked with teenagers. I originally, I was working with high school students and then university students. And then later on in life, I started getting hired by nonprofit organizations or corporations to do training for the people that they serve. So I, I've also been working with people who are formerly incarcerated. I, I work with just basically anyone who is feeling like they need to no longer keep holding themselves back in life. They're needing to build their confidence. They want to no longer let the past continue, um, past harm to continue controlling their current life. And so it's just now I'm working with individuals and groups, but it used to be where I was always working with corporations and nonprofit organizations nationally and internationally. 
So another thing I want to say and just chiming in that we do have to understand our purpose and understand our goal in life because I actually was having this conversation last night with someone on, you know, when we don't have that purpose, we're sort of lost. <laughs> and it's so easy to really like sink into this black hole of, of thinking that you're worthless or thinking that you have like no sort of support system, even, even for the person that actually has goals and they're working towards their goals. And let's say their plan doesn't go according to plan. I mean, if you don't have that support system or that, that self-empowerment, those ways to, to empower yourself and affirm yourself, you can really sort of slip off uh, the track. So yeah. Let's talk about the book, Dissolving the Anchor, because the title, it's, it's so powerful. So what is behind the title? I know it's a little bit of your story, but give us a little bit of a deeper meaning. Yeah, so it, it definitely, like you said, it's it's basically about my story, but I, I also do provide advice in there. I wanted to be as realistic as possible of the journey that it took for me to be able to combat you know, my loneliness and low sense of worth and all of that. But I also wanted to provide some advice as well for people to be able to be inspired, to know what they have within them, to be able to be resilient, be able to know their worth, be able to make choices that are healthy for them and their intentional choices. So um, it's definitely like a part memoir, part self-help guide. And the reason why I call it dissolving the anchor is because I see an anchor as anything that's holding you back from loving yourself, from being able to go out there and do what you want, to be able to live life your way, then that is holding that, then you need to realize what is holding you back. What has taught you to not love yourself or not know that you matter or not believe you're capable? What has brought on these feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness? So it's about realizing the source of what has developed that in order to be able to face it and no longer accept damaging views as truth and be able to uh, forgive yourself and other people for anything that has harmed you so you can be able to let go of that pain and it's no longer something that you're holding on to to continue to control your current life. And forgiveness is not about giving a pass to behavior and events or, you know, just saying I accept what's happened and, you know, whoever did whatever, whatever I did is okay. It's just about being able to release yourself from holding on to that pain still in your life and um, being able to move forward in life so you can make sure that you're making choices that are conscious and intentional that are going to have, you know, healthy, like beneficial results. So yeah, I just, I call it dissolving anchor so you can realize what's holding you back and what you can do to be able to release yourself. I love that. It's almost the saying that people use as like getting rid of the dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an yeah. analogy. But you know, so many times in life we hold on to things. And, you know, again, you and I were just discussing before this live, you know, how I was having a very similar conversation last night on transformation. And especially with myself being the financial educator and really trying to teach people how to better themselves with their finances. I'm like, look, you have to forget everything that you knew before, get rid of the dead weight, go through that process of unlearning and really believe that you can achieve like all of your goals. I really love that, that title, Dissolve the Anchor. And I'm sure that can be related to finances in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, growing up, like I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So my finances was a mess. I was constantly like jumping from one job to the next. I was constantly living Living with people like I had no goal at all so like my finances were, were just horrible but yeah in the book dissolving the anchor I, I share my journey which is a lot of relatable stories that people can they'll be able to relate to it and 
the advice. I mean, I'm just hearing people share how they feel like they've been having some breakthroughs because of the book and also the programs that I provide. And yeah, anything I can help people, whether it's their financial stability or just confidence in themselves, any, any areas in your life. Wow. So I know there's, there's some people asking like, where can they find the book? Is it on audible? So I know it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Is it available on audible as well? Not yet. I do want to do that. I plan on working on that next year. I actually want to have a few people participate in that. So right now, yeah, you can go to Amazon or you can even go to dissolvingtheanchor.com or hiyates.com. That's my initials. <laughs> so uh, you could go there to also purchase the book. And yeah, so it's called Dissolving the Anchor. Okay, awesome, awesome. So really getting more into the topic of the hour, which is self-empowerment. I always think of self-empowerment starting from more of a holistic approach. Is that something that you agree with? Or I guess tell us more so also your approach to that self-empowerment process. Yeah, so for me, the way I view self-empowerment is building your self-awareness, being able to know who you are and being able to make sure that you're making intentional choices that are going to be beneficial to you, that are going to be healthy and they're going to be constructive. So it's about being empowered to know your worth, know what you're capable of and, and go for what you truly want in life. And it's all by your standards. It's not by you're trying to compare yourself to other people. It's not about you trying to be what other people expect you to be. It's for you to know who you are and to be able to have that confidence in yourself to be who you truly are. Okay, awesome, awesome. So when I'm thinking about the self-empowerment, I know I can talk about some ways that I empower myself through positive self-talk and affirmations and making sure that I'm manifesting my goals. And I think a big part of that also includes like self-care, making mm -hmm. sure you're treating yourself. And sometimes we, we get so caught up into the things that we're doing in this world, whether it's working a job nine to five or birthing your business or maintaining the business or even taking care of a family that we forget to take care of ourselves and, and adding ourselves to the mix and sometimes putting ourselves first. So what is the first step that you would give someone who hasn't really taken um, the time to advocate for themselves for that self-care? For self-care, like I love everything you just said on on how to be like self-empowered and, and make choices, good choice for yourself. And then in talking about self-care, I love that you bring this up because yes, we can get so involved with other things going on in life and be there for other people where we forget about, well, wait, am I taking care of myself? So I would say just take a moment and reflect on, wait, how am I feeling? How am I like, not just physically, but how am I feeling emotionally? Just take a moment to realize where you're at and realize, okay, am I okay with where I'm at? Am I okay how I'm feeling? Am I okay with where I'm at physically or whatever? So you can just take a moment to really reflect on that. And I know sometimes people feel like for some reason, I, I've noticed that people feel like that's being selfish, but it's not being selfish when you practice self-care. You do need to take care of yourself in however way that that looks. I mean, some people, whether it's doing art or whether it's listening to music or create or going for walks or driving through the mountains, whatever it is, like what works for you to just like for you to be able to breathe, restore your balance, be, be able to be consistently happy. Self-care is also 
not just temporary fixes, but also what can you do for the long term? So that's something that I talk about as well, is just making sure that you're consistently doing what brings you happiness for the long term. So making sure you're hanging out with supportive friends, making sure that you're just participating in activities that bring you joy. So self-care could be a lot of different things. Oh, it can. I love me some self-care and I have to definitely get into it this weekend. (laughs) The crazy week that I've had, but we have a question in the comments. So the question is, how would you give advice to someone who has a family, especially when you are with one another? So I'm assuming that this has to do with the self-care topic. If not, uh, make sure you kind of post, repost your, your question in the chat, but just from what we have here, what advice can you- Typically what I give, and it depends on the person because everyone has different situations, but knowing your schedule. So if you need to even schedule self-care, because sometimes people have such a busy schedule and they have children and they have you know, a partner, there's so many things that they're involved in, then look at your schedule and see where you can actually schedule in self-care. Where can, where can you have at least 15 minutes to just yourself, to just be alone, just breathe or, or whatever it is that you need. Go for a bike ride, whatever it is. What can you do where you can set aside that time? Because I get being busy, but it, it's important for your emotional and mental well-being to be able to do that. Find the time. <laughs> Awesome. So let's go back. I think there's another question as well. So they're saying, is it normal to get used to doing for others and not really practicing self-care? Yeah, I don't know if I want to say normal. I I feel like it's something that can happen. I feel like, you know, there's so many things where you want to be there for your friends, you want to be there for family members, or maybe there's stuff going on at work and you need, you feel like you have to be dedicated to certain things going on at work. So I feel like it can happen where you're getting pulled in a lot of directions, but normal to get used to doing for others. I mean, I think it's great. I think that's great to be selfless, but please keep in mind that it is also important, just as important for you to be able to take care of yourself too. Right, right. So yeah, get the self-care in, set us, carve out the time, block your calendars. I'm going to tell you a trick I do. And yeah. I um, have some people on here watching me inside. I mean, I typically put some time blocks on my calendar and I'm like, look, I need this time for me. And even my friends who are going to come on here and watch this replay or pop in, they know I don't keep my notifications on on my phone. So mm-hmm. I might pick up my phone and there's a text message that's three or four days old. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like, I'm like, look, that's a part of my self-care. Like, just like those daily intricate details is a part of self-care as well. Because we are so consumed with social media and the whole digital world. Especially, you know, if you have a job where you're you're on your computer all day or even Mm -hmm. in your business, if you're on the computer all day, you probably don't want to have your phone attached to your hip. So I'm like, look, I am not on call. I will respond when I have the time. (laughs) Yes, I agree with you. Like, seriously, today, like I had a few people who continuously sent me messages and I was like, oh my gosh, you won't stop. So I had to literally say, and it was more than one person. So I had to say, I am, I'm busy at the moment. Thank you for your patience. Or I said something like, and I copied and pasted and sent it to everybody because I didn't have time to answer their questions. I really didn't. So I had to just like, I just need a moment. I will get back to you. Thank you for your patience. And I'll get back to them tomorrow. I did not have any time to get back to them today. It's okay to choose yourself first. (laughs) Definitely. And I think another trick or something that I do, let me tell you, like, people send me messages on Instagram and all these other platforms. And if I know it's not something urgent and someone's like continuously messaging me, I will ignore. 
Right. Oh you have to respect someone's personal time and personal space yes. or the people that repeatedly call you, call you back to back or message you. I'm like, wait a minute. You need to bag back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, what's going on? I mean, depending on who it is, I'll be like, okay, something's going on. They don't normally like try to call me or try and text and then call and then leave a voicemail. Like, okay, something's going on. But other than that, I'm just like, okay, I'm, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I know sometimes like I'll, I'll be going through my messages and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to reply. Or I, I will tell my friend, I'm, we're trying to do work, uh, do our workouts together. And sometimes I will forget to get on. So then that's when the notifications being off sort of kicks me in the butt because I'm like, why didn't you call or text me and tell me? And they're like, yeah. angel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So I, I want to get, get into some of the confidence part because we're talking about like self-empowerment. Do you believe that confidence is a part of that self-empowerment piece? Well, I'm going to actually say yes to that. I, I'm, I know that you can definitely be building your confidence and that's something that you can always be working on and still be self-empowered. But I feel like it's definitely part of it because just from the people that I've been working with and from my own personal experience, it's definitely, a, I would just say like a huge component to be able to continuously make sure that you are making choices that are good for you. I mean, it, it definitely depends on the situations, but I feel like confidence is, is important to be able to, to, to make sure that you're remembering your worth. So you make choices that reflect that because we're going to be making choices. We're going to be carrying out actions that reflect our beliefs. And so if you are having in the know of who you are and having confidence in yourself, and <clears throat> like I said before, you can continuously building on your confidence. Cause I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm hundred percent confident and I have unyielding confidence. Like it's something that I always work on and there can be things that happen that like set me back or, you know, I got to build on it more or whatever. But I think it's important to, to have it be a part of who you are while you're working on being empowered to make good choices in your life. Because I, I can, I mean, typically will meet people who will say, you know, they don't have the confidence to move forward on their goals or people who've probably been in the same job for years on end. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with staying at a job for 15 or 20 years, but mm -hmm. I do think that there's an issue if you're staying at the same company, you're not being valued, your pay is not being raised. And, and I'm like, all right, you have to really like get the confidence to move on. I had someone tell me like that they were like too chicken to look for another job. And they end up like staying. So like, as we related yeah. to like careers, what advice can you give someone who's just really being stagnant in their career? I can understand it because the fear of the unknown, right? Like you, you're being at the job you're at, there's that stability. You know what to expect. You know, you're going to get a paycheck when you're going to move on from that. You know, well, one, you could be looking for work while you're still working where you're at. But then if you do need to just take that leap then that there's fear in that there's fear of the unknown of well, what's going to happen. Am I going to find a great career? Am I going to be able to feel comfortable in that new setting? Am I going to like my boss? Am I going to like the coworkers? Or maybe you want to start your own career, um, your own company and be an entrepreneur. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can happen that can be, I don't know, just ways that can add on to that fear, but really the only way to get over it is to face it. So 
what is it that you want to do? What is it that's really going to make you happy? Because if you constantly are staying at a place that you're not happy in, how is that affecting you? How's that affecting your life? How's that affecting your relationships? Because how we're feeling, that's going to be projected in a certain way. And it, it, it affects your health. If you're not happy, if you're just miserable where you're at, that's affecting your physical health, not just your mental health and emotional health too. Those are good points because our mental health like plays such a big part in many, many areas of our lives, especially when we're building our confidence or we're working to empower ourselves. So what advice can you give to someone who's probably struggling with mental health issues? And so they're maybe having a hard time just finding that, that self-empowerment piece. Yeah. So I would say, it, and also to get back to like having to be able to find that confidence too, is just what is it that you want to do and then set goals like what can you do step by step to be able to get where you want to go and then as you continue to implement those steps that'll help to be building your confidence like okay i got to that step now i'm getting to the next step now i'm getting the next step so just keep building on like know what those steps are to get there and keep doing those steps so you can be able to be like okay i'm doing something i'm gonna get there and just just keep being goal oriented, keep being focused on that. But when it comes to your, your mental health, I mean, it just depends on a lot of different things. So I guess I could, could focus on, I guess one part, like as far as with what I've experienced was just having a healthy sense of worth. So I'll focus on that for mental health because there's so many different areas of how your mental health can be affected. But so just having a healthy sense of worth, what caused you to not know you matter, to not believe in yourself, to not believe you're capable or you're enough, or to not like what you see when you look in the mirror, to whatever it is that's having you feel like the worst of yourself, you're tearing yourself down, you're having self-critical views and self, you're having self-defeating behavior, what caused that? So you got to look at what did you experience with your family, with friends? What did you learn in school? There's so many different factors involved. Like what did you learn in the media? What did you learn in your environment, your culture? So look at all the factors in your life that have developed your mindset. So you can understand where did you learn what's been harming the way you view yourself and the way you're viewing life. So once you're aware of that, that's when you can get your power back where you can say, okay, now I know I know specifically where I learned this and how I learned this and what beliefs that I then had because of what I experienced and how that has influenced the choices that I've been making that haven't been creating favorable results. Once you're aware of that, then you can now know what areas you need to no longer accept as truth, what messages to no longer accept as truth, no longer have that be a part of your story, be a part of your reality. And once you can do that, then you're now ready to be like, okay, I'm going to be open to what is going to build me up, what is going to have me feel good about myself and to love myself and respect myself, value myself. So unaccept the messages that taught you to that, that have harmed your views of self, and then be able to get to a place where you now will only accept and have this be a part of your reality, reality where you know your worth and you only accept what builds you up. So that, that's what I would say, unaccept the damaging messages so you can be able to accept the healthy messages. Awesome, I love it, I love it. <laughs> so I wanna delve into your workshops because again, at the very beginning, we talked about you know a little bit of your target audience, but we didn't really delve into the intricate details of each workshop. So mm -hmm. specifically, like as it relates to your workshops on like self-empowerment, what does a, what does that workshop look like? 
Yeah, so a little bit of what I've been sharing, will we just dive deeper? So mainly, all of my workshops are about building your self-awareness because when you're aware of what has developed your mindset, you're then able to know what areas that you need to resolve. Because if you have any unresolved trauma, any unresolved painful experiences that you've had that are continuous to, to subconsciously and unconsciously control your life, where you're inadvertently making decisions and performing actions that are that are being harmful for you, that's why it's important to be able to know what you have learned, what you've experienced and how it's developed your mindset. So it's about being aware of your mindset. So we just do a lot of different exercises for you to be able to build that self-awareness, to know how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself, how you view life, how you view situations, and then look into specific situations and areas where you have been learning what's been harmful for you. So you can now be able to take your power back and be able to, like I say before, unlearn the messages that have been harmful to you and then be able to forgive any of the, the people in your life and forgive yourself so you can be able to release the weight of holding on to that pain, holding on to that toxic connection so it's no longer controlling your current life. So it's about knowing what you're capable of and knowing what you have within you. It's all about building your awareness of what you've been through and then what you have within you to no longer have the past that has been harmful to continue controlling your current life. So that's that's what I do in a nutshell. It's about providing tools for people to know who they are and to consistently maintain their constructive habits. Awesome. I love it. So for someone who is like wanting to book one of these empowerment workshops, what's the process aside from like going to your site, which we have mm -hmm. scrolling here at the bottom, walk us through that process and how long in advance do they need to give you if they're... So it just depends. Like right now I am so incredibly busy. So I, I most likely will not be able to fit anybody in until mid-January. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for me to say no, depending on what people are going through, but I've had to learn to be like, okay, I, I know what I what's humanly possible, even though I want to help you right now. Sometimes I have to be realistic with my time frame. So right now I most likely won't be able to take on any new clients until mid-January. But you go to lovemark.com, you can click on self-empowerment sessions, or I think I have like where I saved my services and it says self-empowerment. So you can click on that and you can see the different types of programs that I offer. But when it comes to like dissolving your ink, self-empowerment sessions, like I, I offer eight week programs. So we can do the hourly sessions, but re realistically, to be honest with you, it's all about doing the program first and then doing those sessions later if, if you need more sessions. But it's about doing that program so you can really dive in deep into understanding what has shaped you into who you are today because sometimes we don't even understand why we're making the choices we're making so i have you understand what has shaped you into who you are today so you can realistically know what you have within you and what you can do to shift your mindset and make choices that are intentional to be able to create the kind of life that you want by your standards awesome so so you're saying the workshop um it's an eight-week workshop yeah. So I, 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 if you go to my website, like you'll see different types of programs that I offer, but right now, mainly after doing the, my book, Dissolving the Anchor, there's just been more attention to that. And so I offer the eight week program because that just encompasses basically everything. <laughs> so the eight week program I feel is the most beneficial, but yeah, if you, if you feel like, oh, well, I really only need to focus on this area we can do that. But in all honesty, from experience and from the people that I work with, 
there are more things going on with us than sometimes we realize. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm definitely promoting that eight week program more because that's definitely diving in deep to a lot that's going on. All right. Great. So, you know, time is always getting ahead of us. And so I know we're getting ready to wrap up. We've talked about your book, your workshops. What else do you want to share to those who are tuning in today? Oh, you know, I, I would just love to share with you that being someone who, I mean, I truly did not love myself. I truly just felt like it didn't matter to be here. I, I felt like I wasn't good at anything. I felt like I didn't feel like there was anything that could happen that could change my life. I thought that I was always just going to feel miserable. I didn't know what I could do to feel, feel better about my life. Anyone who's like feeling down and out, I just want you to understand that there are ways to get through that and there are ways to change your life around. I, I, I don't, I just didn't ever think that I could get to where I am today. I, I really thought that I was, my life wasn't ever going to be good or I would always be struggling or whatever. Hence why I attempted suicide, but in time and with reflection and research and all of the things that I've been doing in my life, it has constantly had me realize what I can do to change my life. And so I use those tools to help other people to know what they have within them to do the same. So I just want you to know that if you, if you get to that place where you feel like there is no out and life's not going to get better, I want to tell you that there are things that you can do to be able to get through that emotional pain and be able to remember who you are. Cause sometimes we'll, we'll do positive affirmations to say, I am this because we, we want to train ourselves to believe we are something, but I want you to know it's already within you. And I, I just want to, I just want you to know that you matter, you're enough. And if you need any assistance in being able to help you get through that and get there. All right. Awesome. And where can everyone find you online? You know, since you had lovemark.com on there, I would just say that that may be the easiest. Go to lovemark.com. You can be able to find the workshops that I offer, find me on social media. And it also directs you to my author site too, if you want to buy the book. So yeah, just having lovemark on lovemark.com in there, that that's fine. That works. <laughs> All right. So I appreciate you being on. And this is a very awesome episode on the uh, from the motivational piece, of course, from Muslims motivation and money. So I'll say for anyone who is tuned in, this is also a podcast and you can find the show on all podcast platforms. So make sure that you download Apple, Amazon, Spotify, whatever your platform of choice is and tune in. So I definitely appreciate you being here and Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I would love to have you back and have more conversations, but this has been amazing. You can check out the website, lovemrk.com. I didn't even really get into the backstory of what this, what this site means. <laughs> One more question. Uh, but you can also order your copy of Dissolve the Anchor on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And then just the last question, what does the website mean? Love MRK. Yeah. Special. So I know I spell it L-U-V-M-R-K, but I, I basically created that company because I wanted to have people where, be aware of what we can do to leave our mark in the world with love. So it's all about promoting love, kindness, and respect. And then to be able to do that, we have to have that self-awareness. And that's why I do the self-empowerment programs because we project what what's within us. And then I do the D 
diversity, equity, inclusion training so we can not have this division continue to be tearing us apart. So that's why it's all about promoting love and kindness. So it's about leaving your mark in the role with love. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know any ideas you have for a future show topic. And if you really want to show us some love, share this episode with a friend and be sure to join our community online, milestonesmotivationandmoney.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at milestonesmotivationandmoney. Tune in next time.